0: I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So, let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast Oh my goodness. Today we're going to be talking about worth and what to do when you don't feel worthy. Before we jump in, um, quick reminder, we have a student loan masterclass, a masterclass all on student loans, how to tackle them, how to make sure you are implementing the right strategy to where you are making your money work for you, tips and tricks on refinancing, student loan forgiveness, and more. You can go click the show notes and sign up if that is something that you are interested in. So now let's dive in. Let's dive in to talking about our worth. And recently I posted on Instagram and I asked, what is the time when you have felt more worthy or less worthy when it comes to money. And of course, responses poured in, which did not surprise me whatsoever because I see clients struggling with this a lot, especially feeling the less worthy side, especially feeling the less than worthy side, feeling unworthy of of money or asking for a raise or building wealth or getting a better job or buying a coffee if you have debt or feeling unworthy of making decisions or shopping or whatever. And this can look like a lot of different things, right? It's not always easy to identify, hey, I'm feeling unworthy. Sometimes we can identify the actions that are a side effect of us not feeling worthy, right? So instead of, of sitting at home and you're pouring your you know afternoon cup of coffee and thinking, man, I am experiencing feelings of feeling unworthy. A lot of times instead, it, it's our actions that we notice. So this could look like getting a package in the mail that you bought from online shopping and hiding it from your partner or your parents, or your friends or this could look like someone giving you a compliment on your shirt and saying oh, oh oh well it was it was on sale it was really cheap because you don't feel worthy of spending money or you feel guilty if they knew that you or if they thought you spent money because they know you're in debt or maybe it looks like ignoring your finances or obsessing over your finances because you don't trust money or you don't feel worthy of building that wealth. Maybe it looks like ignoring that email from HR at work where you're supposed to decide what you're going to contribute to your 401k because you don't actually feel worthy of building wealth. That doesn't feel like something you're worthy of. Maybe it's because you are not using your college degree and that you went into debt for and you're doing something different instead of using that exact degree, right? You're you're in a different field or something like that. But whatever it is, a lot of times, even though we might think, oh, I just need to fix my spending, I just need to spend less. I just need to do whatever these things are. I just need to figure out my finances and budget and this. Those things, sure, we can add strategy, we can do logistics, but a lot of times that's not the root cause. That's not the root cause. That's not the problem. That's a side effect of the problem. The problem is at a deeper level of feeling unworthy. And so that's what I want to talk about today. And recently I, um, I read a book and it was, a super lighthearted book um, is by Mandy Arioto and it was called Have More Fun. And in it, in one of the chapters, she talked about this. um, It's actually a Bible story. It's a story from the Bible. And I read it and she kind of had her take on this and I loved it. And it's stuck with me ever since. It kind of is one of those things I just like read and I was like, wow, I never thought of it that way. So I want to share this with you. Highly recommend you can go check out check out that book. Um, it's really cute, like a cute little cover. I love it. But so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to first touch on this because I, I really think it drives home this point. And the point that I want to make today is that worth can't be earned and it can't be lost. You cannot become more worthy. You cannot become less worthy. A lot of times, and and, you know, this is perfect because this is a money podcast, but a lot of times we associate money with worth. We associate money and success with our worth. Well, I'm not worthy because I don't have that job or I don't have that bank account or I don't have these things of status. So therefore I'm unworthy. And if I just had those things, if I just leaned at that job, if I just had that much in investments, then I would feel worthy then I'd feel worthy. I'd feel like I earned it. But you don't have to earn worth. Similarly, you can't lose worth. You can't lose your worth no matter how low you're feeling, no matter what you have screwed up or made mistakes on or gone into debt or borrowed you know, money and not paid it back or whatever that may be. Whatever your lowest point is, you cannot lose worth either. Because worth isn't something that is attached to anything, right? It's your your birthright. You just wake up worthy and you wake up the same amount of worthy no matter what you do, no matter what, uh, you know, how much of your to-do list you finish, no matter if you get a raise at work or if you get fired from work. It doesn't matter. Your worth can't change. So that brings me to this uh, Bible story that they talk about that um Mandy talks about in the book Have More Fun that I just loved. So I'm gonna send this up for you. It is, and so this is Chloe's summed up version of this Bible story. So please go read it yourself. It's Luke 15 11 through 32. Luke 15 11 through 32. So go, go by all means read it yourself. Um this is a Chloe version of of this story. I'm gonna sum it up for you. You know how like different Bibles tell you like the um you know, the King James Bible and the this, this is like the Chloe. I'm going to sum this up in Chloe language. Okay. So there's this man, he's a farmer and he has two sons. He has two sons and they are, you know, they get to be like men, right? They grow up like working on the farm, then they get to be men. And the first son wakes up one day and is like, you know what? Someday my father's going to die and I get half the property and I want half the property now. Like I want half the riches right now. So he goes up to dad and he's like, Hey dad, like, I don't want to wait until, you know, you die to get half the property. Can you give it to me now? And the dad is like, sure. So he divides up everything and gives half of his possessions to the son that wants it now. So he gives it to son number one and then he splits up the other one and gives it to son number two. Son number two stays on the farm and helps his dad and tends to the animals and does all this hard work and like basically is the you know the good boy, like listens to to his dad and everything and stays there and helps. The first son, the one who asked for half of his, you know, what he like almost like his trust fund, right? Like half of, of what he will soon be getting goes out into the world and he just like parties it up he parties it up and he basically blows through all the money. He blows through all of the like half that of his dad's property that he got and until he has nothing. Okay, he has nothing. And he he starts like going around and trying to work for these other farmers because he left home, he went off on his own, blew all the money. And now he's going over and trying to find work and he can't find work and no one will feed him. And he's like in this one day, he's like in this pig pen tending to these pigs because he got this job and he's so hungry that he's like thinking about eating what the pigs are about to eat. And in that moment, he's like, shit, like I have to go back to my dad and basically beg for forgiveness and hope that he will let me work on The farm again to make enough money to where I'm not having to like eat the shit that the pigs are eating. So, this the son who left and blew all the half whatever he comes back to his dad. He comes back to his dad and he's like, Dad, you know, I'm home. I'm so sorry. Like, I screwed up. I lost everything. I have nothing to show for what you gave me. I made a huge mistake. Like, just feeling so unworthy. And his dad sees his son coming up the road and runs to him and is like, Oh my gosh, my son is home. I'm so happy. I'm so stinking happy. And so the dad like goes back to the people who already work for him and he's like, Go, you know, chop up the cow and let's throw a party. And this is amazing, right? Like this is so. Incredible, We need to celebrate. My son is home. And the son is like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm so unworthy of this. I blew your, I took half your fortune. I blew all of the money and I'm a failure. And the dad is like, no, you're, you're home. Like, yeah, you screwed up, but like, it doesn't matter. You're home. And so at first, you know, you're just like sitting there, we're going to take a step back from the story. And you're, re- you're, I was reading this and I was just like, wow, that's such a great example of worth, right? Like this, the boy, the boy who grew up to a man took the fortune, whatever from his dad, he thought his worth was dependent on his success and money in this story. And he comes home and it's just this like beautiful example of like, no, your worth doesn't change, right? He's so worthy of like love and all of these things, even though he made those mistakes with money or whatever. So it's like this beautiful aha moment. Of course, there's always this like narrative of coming home to God if you're if you're religious of like God being like no like no, you're never too far gone like come come home. Um, but it, for for this example when we're talking about worth, it's this like beautiful story of like worth. But we're not done yet. Okay, back to the story. So son number one comes home. He screwed up. He's back. The dad's like, let's throw a party. I'm so happy my son is home. Now the you know the scene cuts to son number 2 son number 2 okay has been working his ass off this whole time son number 1 went off blew the money had you know was off doing whatever with whoever whatever son number 2 was working and working at the farm and doing all these things and doing everything he could to you know, make his dad happy basically. So when son number one, you know, in this story, like the, you know, typical, like screw up or whatever, son number one comes home, son number two is pissed. Son number two is pissed. And he's like, dad, how can you do this? How can you celebrate that? You know, how can you celebrate your other son? Like he screwed up. I've been here working for you. I've been here sacrificing for you. I've been here doing all of these good things. Why are you so happy to see him? You should be praising me. I'm the one who's worthy of this. I'm more worthy than he is because I stayed and did this. Right? And the 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 dad is like, no, it's not about money. It's not about what what you've done. It's about worth and your worth doesn't change. You're worthy of my love and worthy of um, you know joy and happiness and all these things despite what choices you make. Despite all of these other things your worth can't change. And the reason I love that side of it too is so often we tell ourselves this story of like like I said earlier, when I go and get the money, when I go and get the job and get the success and do this, then I will finally feel worthy. And I will finally feel more worthy and I'll make my parents proud or I'll make my partner proud or I'll do this. We're trying to earn worth. We're trying to earn worth. And what I want to point out today is that it doesn't matter which son you are in this story. It doesn't matter if you're the son who has screwed up and who feels like they've screwed up, who feels like I am in credit or debt. And I'm embarrassed and nobody knows. And I'm just trying to have maintain this image that everything's perfect. But deep down, I'm struggling because I am feel so unworthy. If that's you, I want you to hear me right now. You can't change your worth. No matter what you do today, you are still worthy. No matter what you do tomorrow, you're still worthy. Even if tomorrow you get out of credit card debt and you're not in credit card debt tomorrow, that doesn't make you more worthy. Your worth is separate from your bank account, it's separate from the decisions you've made around money or your job or whatever. And on the flip side, if you more so relate to son number two, where you're like, I'm doing the right things, but I still. Don't feel good enough, and I don't feel praised enough, and I don't feel any of these things. And you're waiting for someone to, you know, make you feel that worth and make you feel that. I also want to remind you that you can't earn worth. Nothing you do can make you more worthy, and nothing you do can make you less worthy. And that's what I want to focus on today, because when we can come back to this center place, where we wake up and feel worthy despite what's going on with us financially despite what curveballs we've been thrown whether it's our own you know the the consequences you know that saying that's like well 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 if it isn't my own the consequences to my own decisions or something um it's okay if we're there but i want you to make decisions around money going forward based on the belief that your worth is separate from money. Money does not change your worth. And again, like I said in the beginning, so often I'll have clients or um, just people in the deeper than money community say to me, like, hey, um, you know, I can't, I can't stop uh, overspending or I can't stop feeling guilty for shopping when I have debt. That's not actually the problem, that's a side effect. Right? If I feel guilty for my morning Starbucks because I'm in debt, likely at the very root it can boil down to worth. I don't feel worthy of buying this Starbucks because I did bad decisions. I made bad decisions with money and I'm in debt. Instead, if we can come back to this place and remember that I am so worthy and I wake up worthy and I can't earn worth and I can't lose worth, I just simply am and then we operate from that place, it is transformational. It's transformational with money because it allows us to be detached from money. And so often money can be so emotional because of what we've been taught about money, whether in school or from your parents or from grandparents or whoever. And we're not going to go into your money stories too much on, on this podcast episode, but So often they can be so emotionally charged. And so when we can remain neutral with money, that is one of the first steps in being able to start spending in alignment and making financial decisions in alignment. One of the biggest myths that you've been taught is to always spend less, right? Like you need to be spending less and less and less. And so no, that's not the goal. The goal is not to spend less. The goal is to spend in alignment, and a lot of times, the reason we're spending out of alignment isn't about logistics. It's about these deeper rooted things like feeling unworthy and therefore having some of the side effects we were talking about. So today, your homework is to sit down and you can do this in your phone notepad. You can journal about this, whatever. You can just think about this on the way to work is when are times when I feel unworthy about money? or? On the flip side, when are times where I'm frustrated that I do really good things and they're not increasing my worth? I don't feel like they're increasing my worth enough. When are those moments and and write those down? And then, secondly, write down what are the side effects of feeling that way? When I'm feeling unworthy with money, what are the side effects for me? How do those show up? Maybe, like I said, it's ignoring finances, hiding purchases, feeling guilty, whatever. Because when we can start to identify those things, we can start to change them and we can start to transform not only our bank accounts, but how we feel around money, which is just not just as important, if not significantly more important than the latter. So (sighs) your reminder that you woke up today worthy, nothing you do can change that. Nothing you do can take away from that. Nobody else can take away from that. You're just worthy, period. End of sentence. There's nothing else. You just are. I hope this is the reminder that you needed today as we're talking about money and working on growing to be future bajillionaires that not not only have fat bank accounts, but also feel good when it comes to money and feel safe and feel protected and go out in the world and do amazing things with our money. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. If you loved it, please tag me on Instagram. Tell us what your favorite part was. Let us know what episodes you want to hear coming up on season three. And we will see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.